Welcome everyone to the DC Beer Show. We are at DC Beer across social media. Brandy, what are you drinking on this lovely fall evening? Oh, I just threw my can away, but it was Other Half's ESB, which was actually a collaboration with Monkish. And let me tell you, uh, it was very delicious. I love an ESB, especially when I'm putting a seal sealant of polyurethane on cedar to hang on my house. As I have like the can in one hand and then the sponge in the other hand, just like crushing both of the things. So shout out to other half and monkish for this ESB. Jake, what are you drinking? I am drinking right now Wheatland Springs, the Great Return, Estate Pilsner, oh, a lovely beer for a fall evening. I couldn't get out there for Oktoberfest, and so the next best thing is to crack a can. Brandy, do, do British hops like uh, Fuggles and East Kent Goldings go well with the scent of polyurethane? Does it contribute to something like a, a piney forest floor sort of a aroma? I wish that I could say that it did, but uh, couldn't couldn't really smell much over the poly. On the show tonight, we have our dear, dear, lovely friends, Emma and Greg Whelan. And you're probably like, oh, who's that? Everyone knows Emma from Astrolab, formerly of Astrolab. And Greg owns McGinty's, so they both now own a lovely beer and wine shop in Potomac called Whelan's. Greg! What are you drinking on this lovely evening? So I'm, I am having a sip of sunshine. Um, I got a got a nice fresh can uh, from a, a, a customer. Uh, so yeah, it's not as uber local as you guys, but uh, you know, when you get a can of sip of sunshine, you you know you gotta you gotta go for it. Emma, what you drinking? I'm sharing his beer. <laughs> oh, oh, like a nice husband and wife just sharing everything. That's lovely. Uh, yes, that's correct. Because <laughs> then we get to try everything, you know. That's true. It's like the beer shares. Exactly. I want to jump in and start talking about Whelan's. Uh, I know that Whelan's hasn't been open too long now. Do you want to tell the folks who may not have heard of Whelan's what, uh, what's going on? Like, what's the dealio? Yeah, so it's a new store in uh, Potomac Village. It's uh, got the same license here in Montgomery County as um, Downtown Crown and, and Gillies. Uh, so we have on-off privileges, so you can obviously pick up package package beer or wine to go. Um, but you can also sample on premise. Uh, we've got a twelve tap system for our beer, um, strong local representation, along with Belgium and some German and some good stouts thrown in there as well. We opened in early August. We are yeah getting our feet under us. We've got maybe fifty seats in the place, and uh, we are. I'm very excited to be doing this venture and looking to really grow into like a pubish kind of package store feel. It's a, a little bit of a hybrid of both in, in the community and to just, yeah, just be another great place to go get some good local beers on tap or, or cans or bottles. I have personally been there and it is gorgeous i know that you just said you want it to be like a like a pub feel kind of place but it's just it's so beautiful and bright and airy and inviting and when i think of a pub i think of like a a dark smoky, you dark know, yeah smoky dingy yeah. place so i i get what you're saying because they they do have really a really great list of beer and wine available for you to just drink at the bar but it just it's like a mix between being 
nice, like classy, and then and just feeling welcome. You know, it's like um, it's like elevated cheers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I think that's a compliment. I think, yeah, it is, yeah. and I think uh, that's that's kind of what you know. Greg was going for you want it you want to look good in that location but at the same time the you know the team that we've got and the people behind the bar are really creating some community there the regulars that are like wow we only came out for a glass of wine and we've been here all night and we're coming back next week this place is awesome you know so I think he you know just trying to recreate the the neighborhood spot that um you know we will be both be used to where we're from you know yeah. I know Matt. Um, you guys know Matt, Matt Splain. He used to manage Gillies and everyone still comes up to him or messages him and says, you know, we miss you at Gillies because Gillies is a bottle store uh, just like you guys. And he had regulars, like constant daily regulars. Yeah. And I know that's what you both are going to – you probably already have some. <laughs> cause we do. It's been yeah. open less than a month. Um but I'm sure that's the goal, you know, just the backbone of the neighborhood because you're always going to get good options for beer and wine. Yeah, no, I I, I mean, I still think of Matt when I go to Gillies and how many years ago was it that he left? You know, I, I met Matt through going and trying to sell him beer, not buy beer from him. But Gillies is like, it's just the perfect neighborhood spot for that you know, that part of Montgomery County. And I think um, what what Greg's creating at Wheelands will be the perfect neighbourhood spot for this part of Montgomery County as well. Um, And he was kind of born and bred in this type of industry. So I think he's working his way to his dream retirement spot with six seats at the bar and he gets to just chat away to people until he, you know, falls asleep. Or till they fall asleep, listen to me. I love that. And I mean, it is really beautiful and you guys should be very proud of it, but I I would sit there all day and just chat with you both. So, well, thank uh, you. A a happy anniversary to Gillies who celebrated their 10th, I believe. And they celebrated with um, surprise, surprise and and another half collaboration stout that I believe is available there. Speaking of collabs, I know that Emma at Astro, you did some, uh, collaboration beers that went to charities and things like that. Is that something that you both can somehow do now that you own Wheelands? Is that something that you'd be interested in doing or like having events that, you know, raise money for charity or? Yeah, I think so. We actually, sure. Greg is already working with a, a, a gentleman that has a beer that, um, you know, some, a, portion of the proceeds go towards veteran um you know health and well-being um and I think that'll definitely be part of what we do I I actually one of the first days I worked there I bumped into the father of the little girl that we um highlighted as one of the first promotions for um Sebastian Strong and they live in that area. And I saw him come in and he had the T-shirt on and I was just about to go out and do something. And I was like, oh, I have to stay and talk to him. So, you know, it, it, definitely I think that there's going to be room for, for doing those type of things over over there. And um, just, you know, coincidental that I've already bumped into some of the people that we, we already had relationships with at Astrolab that, you know, might want to continue working with um, me and then now Greg. 
Yeah, and um, we're we're working with uh, the Lila Bean Bean uh, Foundation as well. Um, it's researches. It's a foundation for researching uh, brain cancer in in very young kids. So that's uh, something that's. I've come to know about uh, through um, my my broker for the space. His child, unfortunately, is uh, is going through it, um, and it just made me uh, uber aware of it. And um, what a great cause it was as well. So we're we're working with them currently at the moment, but not not on a collaboration. But if there's a if there's any brewers out there who would like to do a collaboration, we'd be more than happy to. Oh, I bet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I was going to say I think I might be able to find us a few. <laughs> That's what I, I've actually enjoyed just being able to. It, it's been great at opening Wheelands and being able to contact the people that I've become friends with over the last few years and gotten to know and say, "Hey, I need to get your beer into into this place," you know, um, and you know, just keep those relationships going. It's such a strong community and and like so supportive and we had all the support when Astrolab was coming to an end and then just continuing that, you know? So that's something that I want to touch on Emma is that you have experience um, on the other side of distribution, the dark side yes, <laughs> and selling beer. What's it been like to switch to buying the beer? It's been a, a little bit of an eye opener, to be honest with you, because, um, you know, I, I'm now I'm uber aware of how much retail space and shelf space you've got to carry things and how you need to like have the things in that people come in and buy. And I think both Greg and I, like Greg's been in the industry for years, but has never bought packaged goods at this level before. And we're just blown away by how many different sizes and shapes of domestic beers you can you can purchase or buy or is available and there's always the the one that the guy that comes in once is always the one that you haven't got like you know 12 pack bottles six pack bottles six pack cans four pack cans one big tall boy it's like oh my god like i just i guess i never bought domestic beer so i wasn't aware that it came in so many formats so i think it's just like i have I like all of those things are, are new and interesting to me, but also having the awareness of when those sales reps come in and just giving them the time and the airspace. And, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to when we can start doing some real good, you know, serious tastings and events that we can we can bring those folks in and, and try push them. And I think it also makes me a little bit more I've been doing um a good bit of greg's social media and it makes me a little bit more um you know i i always put a little bit of extra care in the locals that would we're, we're just getting in to tell a bit a little bit of their story and make people um you know want to come in and try and buy and we have you you have a really good movement in the local section like we are yeah. going through we we sell across the board but um local yeah. beers are really one of the strong categories and i think as Greg said, you know, we hand sell a lot of it where people are like, oh, I want this type of beer. And we, we always like guide them to the the closest local one that we've got before we take them to the, the domestic brand. Yeah. And uh, out of our draft beers as well, we've like we've 12 drafts, um, 12 beers on tap. Um, we've got Guinness, which is going to be a standard. Um, and then Yingling is just kind of a, 
another standard beer offering from Pennsylvania. Everything else is from the DMV. So we, we, we rotate through our 10 taps, uh, very focused on DMV beers. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe a couple of, uh, Virginia, uh, Richmond beers thrown in there as well, but, uh, you know, relatively local. Yeah. I mean, cause you guys are friends with the Ocelot folks and, and Wheatland Springs, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, we yeah. actually haven't got either of them in yet. I need to reach out to um, to them to try and get some some in. But yeah, we've got like you know we just added um, Landmade last week. Black Flag's been doing great for us. The DC breweries have been doing really yeah. well. Um, um, Elder Pine, yeah, Crooked oh, Crabs, yeah. Um, Furious George, Hefeweizen seems to be super popular. Um, so it's, it's just great seeing all of those beers moving on the shelf and also other half, we've got a a full section of other half. So, um, you know, we're really kind of trying to make us the place to come for, for good beer in Potomac village and it's all cold, which is like new to them, (laughs) new to the community. So it's great. (laughs) Yeah. All your beer is in coolers. Yeah. So. Uh, for those of you who haven't been yet, I mean, you should go because it's really pretty. Um, it's when you walk in, you just you see wine. Like there's wine walls. It's it looks like a like a wine shop solely a wine shop, and then to the right are all these coolers, um, these fridges for beer. Yeah, basically, as you approach, we've got a lot of glass in the front. Uh, you come in through the front door, and the space just opens up. You have a wall of wine on the right sorry the left hand side and on the right hand side we have um six three door coolers so we basically 18 doors of beer um and through the center of between both those walls the wall of beer and wall of wine we have uh just tables laid out on the floor uh we have uh four four tables laid out um high top tables yes yeah six people yeah uh, so most packaged sports stores have, for me, not a, a tremendous amount of clutter, but we've, we've deliberately kept ours just uh, super clean and super sharp just to be, you know, kind of keep, keep the visual right and also give people space to peruse their beer. Um, my personal pet peeve in a beer store is when I'm getting down an aisle is getting rammed into it and, uh, you know, feeling that, oh, you know, if someone else comes along, it's like, oh, geez, I got to move or, you know, uh, that, that, you know, I always feel rushed. So I, I kind of wanted to avoid that. That's a great point. Yeah. And it is very airy. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically you've got the tables down through the center, um, which lead your eye down to our, our base air centerpiece. Uh, we have a about a 12-seater bar at the bottom um, with, again, another wall of wine behind it uh, and our 12-tap system. Uh, to the right of that, we have a, a little bar area that um, has a center table in it and then a drink rail going around, some TVs. Um, we've just finished it out nice uh, with some real nice finishes on the, the woodwork and um, uh, the decorations and the, the lighting. Um, so yeah, it's it's quite open and bright, and you know we, we we kept the high ceilings. And my personal favorite is when people come in; they're they're always they stand at the door and say, "Oh wow, this looks great!" And I enjoy walking them through the space till they get to the bottom and they turn to the to the right and see the little bar area to go. I you, you get a second wow, 
it's like, oh, wow, this, oh, this is awesome down here. So it's, uh, I, I actually, I get a kick out of doing that and I, I enjoy hearing the double wow. Because um, <laughs> people are already impressed as they walk in. Um, you know, we, we put in a, a library ladder as well, um, a 12 foot library ladder that scoots up and down the, um, the wine wall. Uh, it'd probably very seldom be used. And, you know, Emma's tried to do the Elsa on it as well of, you know, sliding down the aisle. Um, you, you know, but, uh, my question, it, Greg, I was going to ask you oh, if I go sorry, that Sorry, out. Jake, you, you still can. Yeah, Richard can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we 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 worked with some friends on the space and one of them was our good friend Jenny Kerwin, who is the um basically the the owner and and operating owner of Manassa Architecture. And she's just got she's kind of like an architect and the interior designer rolled into one for me and she's just got such a good eye for um you know really looking at a space it's a really it's quite a narrow space but she's really opened it up and everything just leads your eye ultimately to the bar at the back with the just like amazing like reflective black tiles and all of the woodwork and the lighting is just perfect um so she really has worked hard to create that wow factor that greg is talking about without it really like jumping out at you like there's been a ton of effort put into making that wow factor you know it's just a natural like open clean and um just really like as you said brandy it's 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 very elegant but you can feel comfortable in there as well at the same time that's exactly it and when greg was just talking about the wow factor my favorite part is the actual the bar um the like at right when you guys are pouring because the light fixtures and and Everyone, you have to see this for yourself. I was obsessed, and I'm not exaggerating, <laughs> obsessed with these lights and how they reflected on the bar. I took a thousand pictures um, of because your wine, your beer, just looks so pretty under this under this these lights on this bar. And Emma did say that you know it's a narrow space, but it doesn't feel narrow, and it doesn't feel like there's a lot. There's it's not too busy. It's like it's not a busy feeling space, but it's it's very inviting, and it's where I would want to go drink. It seems that you have more wine than beer. Is that is that correct? Just like visually, I don't know if that's uh, actually probably, true, but probably visually. Um, I don't think so. No, yeah, and probably... also and like sales are probably almost you know almost equal for we probably sell more volume of beer and you know less dollars but um definitely that definitely the like the the consumer isn't focused on wine over beer we definitely have like any a, 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 a good split and also just from you know i was as emma alluded to i was born and raised in a pub in ireland and i've been in the pub trade and restaurant trade all my life but uh you know, and being Irish as well, you know, everyone just presumes that you know a, a ton about beer. But um, working with or getting to know Mass uh, Cronin from Astrolab and working with Emma with Astrolab, I actually learned a, a, a ton more and really kind of delved into an, a better understanding of beer and packaging beer and, and what goes into it. So I've kind of carried that through into into Whelan's and any local beer we get is 
from the minute we get it, it's refrigerated and kept refrigerated. Um, you know, knowing that there's not centrifuges involved and that packaging isn't uh, at probably, you know, Budweiser's level or whatever, you know, so <laughs> my bud will sit out on the floor getting warm where, you know, I'll make sure that all my local beer is respected and kept kept cold um, until it until it gets out onto the floor into the into the other coolers. So, yeah, so we we're in the process of getting in uh, charcuterie and cheese and nibbles. Um, we we opened without any food. Um, and we got strong feedback from the community within the first week, like, oh, this place is perfect. But you guys need cheese and charcuterie. It was like, okay, let's let's do that. Um, we did open um, through the build out. We got to know all our neighbors. Uh, we have five guys: Potomac Pizza, um, Moby uh, Dicks, Moby Dicks, and um, Firewalk. Is Firewalk, it? yeah, um, beside us. And they've all been great neighbors, um, and they all serve great food. They agreed to walk down the food, uh, so we were QR coding it from from the uh, nice. from our space and they're walking in the food which has been very well received and it's uh it's it's a great option but uh we are bringing in some some food ourselves um that you know will give people the option of having some snacks or charcuterie yeah i think some of the feedback we were getting oh well that's great like we like ordering our five guys burger to come to our table but uh, this i don't know whether i want a five guys burger with my fancy bottle of wine or this yeah. beer or so um you know i think this will this will just you know it'll be a, a a good balance of having food that people want to eat and then also you know supporting our neighbors if they want a bigger meal and want to actually have dinner while in with us yeah and folks and, can bring in whatever they want oh like, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. if if you're <laughs> yeah. you know we have people on on saturdays and sundays that you know go for a hike at great falls or you know, just get out into some of the great trails that are around us and then come by for a pint or two. And some people bring a sandwich or they grab something along the way or they will order the food, as we just mentioned, um, and just, you know, stop by. Um, we've had some people bring a little picnic, you know, that they're, they're prearranged and met other people. It's been it's been fun. It's still pretty early uh, in the Wayland's history. But have you noticed any trends in terms of what people are drinking on premise and also what people are buying uh, to take home? Obviously, Guinness and Yingling are going to move units because they're Guinness yeah. and they're Yingling. But it's, um, have there been you know, any it's, it's, surprises? You'd, you'd, be, you'd be surprised, Jake. Yeah. Um, people, you know, coming from the restaurant world, you know, the, you get asked for the odd recommendation. Um, when you're behind the bar and people will listen to you, but in a package store, I think people's expectations or trust in you is, is exponentially greater. Um, you know, they will, they will, or, or the community that I'm in is very open to uh, trying different things. And, you know, if people come in and say, well, what's good and say, well, what's your flavor profile? What, what do you enjoy? Oh, I, I normally drink this or I normally drink that. And it's, you know, we are actually moving through quite a decent amount of um, of local beer. Uh, as I said, you know, ten of our twelve taps are, are for local, but we're, you know, the Elder Pine uh, EP Pills um, is absolutely flying for us. Um, you know, the everyone everyone's loving it. Um, we started um, on the on the IPA front. 
we started with Kushwa and uh, the Penthe and um, other half, and all all three are crushing it. You know, every, everyone's they're they're bouncing between the three of them, and their people are deciding, and just like a little vote. You know, oh, I, I, this is my favorite. Oh, I prefer this one, and you know, um, it's. You know, so as far as people's preferences and tastes, um, it it's surprising to me that uh, we're people are, are are open and and are very open to local and trying something new that they haven't tried before, um, which is great. You know, I I I really love that. Um, you know, my my culture and Irish culture, people are very set on this is what I drink and this is you know and you know. We're seeing that with uh, some, you know, some folks are very set in their ways, but the majority of people that are coming in are, are very open to try and trying lots of different things. So that on on the front of you know trends we're seeing and drink wise, that 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 would be kind of it. And then um, yeah, we're just getting a lot of a good study of regulars as well. I think the, the it seems that. Whenever I've been there, people are really interested in the interest in beers. So I'm noticing on the package side of things, Greg brought in some Belgian beers a couple of weeks ago, and there's like real big interest in in those beers. Um, but equally, just to go back to what he was saying, I like I smile. I came in a few weeks ago looking for Pilsner Erkel. And he pronounced it so unusually, like we we were both like, "What is he asking for?" And we we ended up getting to the. He must have been, you know, he was Eastern European, um, and we didn't have it at the time. But Greg recommended a different pilsner for him, and he came back two weeks later looking for the different pills, and he's like, "I, I really think, liked it." I think he went for victory. I think he went pills. for victory pills, yeah. and then we didn't have that one, so I turned him on to. I I forget which one I I gave him one of the local ones I think I I I put him towards the elder pine actually I think I gave yeah. him the um, elder pine pills but it's it's just great being able to like turn someone who's probably been that pills and a drinker for their entirety of their adult life into like oh now now we're going to be supporting elder pine which is up the road you're doing the good work. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Who knew we were so mission-driven? <laughs> I will say that one of my other favorite aspects of when I visited was your daughter because she is determined to work there. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Too bad she's not, you know, legally able to pour yes. and serve but because she's so enthusiastic. And I bet she's going to grow up knowing so much about the beer and the wine and the industry and you know um you're just it's like so, a, it's like a family business and yeah. i think so i think she we've actually discovered since opening wheelands that she actually is a bit of a barfly she loves nothing more than you know if she recognizes someone sitting there chatting to them for half an hour so we're just gonna avoid um her drip getting into the world of beer and wine <laughs> for a little while longer <laughs> uh, not, a, not a few years anyway but Emma, Emma used to always joke like Tess, our daughter that uh, you're talking about, Brandy's talking about is uh, Tess, and uh, she's got a big personality. Everything she does, she dives straight into. Like she, everything is just full on with her. So Emma used to always joke that um, if they ever made a, a Belgian triple, they would call it the Tessinator because like it's oh. just it would suit you know her big 
strong personality, you know. Well, here's a shout out to Tess and, of course, Emma and Greg. Uh, what are your hours? When can pe- people visit you? Yeah, so we, we open at 10 a.m. every every day. And um, at the moment... Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not 8 a.m., Brandy? <laughs> yeah. <if we're, laughs> that's, that's only if Liverpool are playing early on a Saturday. Uh, You'll never drink you know, alone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've reopened at 10 a.m. We've got, you know, EPL playing, beers flowing. Um, we close, 9 o'clock is the earliest we close. Uh, Atomic, so Atomic's a little sleepy, you know, at 9, uh, 9 o'clock on a Sunday, Monday. Uh, the Tuesday, Wednesday, we're 10. Uh, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're 11 for now. But I'm hoping that grows into like 11.30 heading for 12 that pub vibe is what you're yeah. what yes. you're going for i love that well thank you so much emma and greg for being on the show um i i know a lot of folks aren't aware that you have opened and i really need all of you to go visit uh go visit uh greg and emma and tess hey tess uh <laughs> at Wheeland's she's gonna be so wine. happy that you got a mention <laughs> oh of she'll course. feel like a I rock adore star. her Thank you for doing such a great service to the beer and wine drinking community, especially in Potomac, um, and bringing your beautiful personalities and lovely family to the area. It is much needed, and I'm sure everyone by the time by the time you know a couple months come around, Wheelands is going to be well known uh, in the area. So, cheers and congratulations, and thank you so much for coming on. Thank oh, you, guys. Thank you, thank you, Brandy. Thanks, Brandy. Thank- Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Richard. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, Greg. Much appreciate Everybody get to Potomac and check them out. All right, Brandy, do you know the theme of the Battle of the Barrel-Aged Beers happening Tuesday 26 at Boundary Stone? Do you know the theme this year? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Julie told me. Oh, because Julie got to pick um, because Denison's won last year. It has to be under a certain amount. What's the the ABV? So the ABV is still a little up in the air. But it can't be an, a stout or a porter. That's right. That's right. Yes. When she told me that, I was like, yes, I love you, Julie. Yes. <laughs> right? So this this makes things very, very interesting. What's DC you know, Brown going to do? Right? Like, you're not going to get a barrel-aged stout. Uh, you're not going to get a barrel-aged imperial porter. Uh, and so, um, obviously, Atlas, Brow, Hellbender, Port City, right proper, we know what right proper is going to bring. It's going to be low ABV. It's going to mm-hmm. be a little botanical. It's going to be delicious mm-hmm. and refreshing. Baron Corbo-esque. Um, no yeah. No one would be upset if uh, Denizens came right back with the same beer, um, a barrel-aged Kentucky Common. That was marvelous. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. So good that it won. I what else is honestly, it's Battle of the Barrel Age is is probably my favorite event that is between that and Snally, I think. Um, but battle is just so, I don't know. So nice. Like it's so, so more, much more, way more intimate and, you know, get to hang out with the brewers and, but I do love, I do love that, um, that it's not going to have any stouts or porters this year. I mean, I love stouts and porters, but they're always like, you can, so ev- there's only so many you can have uh, that are like 14. percent So yeah. um, well, I Brandy, wonder if anyone's. Oh, I was to say since you already mentioned Snallygaster, guests, attendees, listeners, 
please stop by the DC Beer podcast stage at Snallygaster, where you can hear us as well as other nationally renowned beer podcasters interviewing some of your favorites from Snallygaster live. Hot mic, a lot of beer. There will be barrel-aged stouts. It could get interesting. Oh, yeah. I I feel like if you are on social media, you probably would want to, like, record some of the things that might be say that might be said <laughs> from some of the drunk people. <laughs> oh, or maybe not. Who knows? Um, I'm so excited. This is this is huge. And, you know, I've been going to Snally for geez forever since it was in the Union Market parking lot um, back in the day. And it's now, you know, the biggest beer festival and having a stage um, and having a live show and doing interviews is going to be, I don't know. I don't know if any other Snally is ever going to be topped now because this year's Snally is going to be the best for me personally. Um, So I'm so excited. Everyone, please come out, uh, support obviously your local breweries and the visiting brewers and DC beer. So yeah, (laughs) I'm so excited. I just got giddy. I can't talk now. Does that mean you can't mention the other cool events that are coming up? Uh, I will, I guess. So I don't personally love pumpkin beer. It's not my favorite, but I have had some that I like, like Gourd Riddens from Red Bear. It is the time of year. Red Bear always goes all out for their Halloween stuff with the with the drag queens. Um, and Gourd Riddens, even if you don't like pumpkin beer, I feel like you might like this beer. So go go say hi to, to Red Bear because I love I love you all. Um I wonder if Emma has any pumpkin beers at Wheelands. Maybe. Um, today, which is Friday, the 22nd, Lost Generation is having their Lager Fest, which I'm so jazzed about it. I love Lost Gen and uh, to sweeten the deal, my dearest, dearest friend, Chris, owner of Ravenhook Bakery, is making a ton of pretzels for the event. So he's going to be selling those. They're so good. I'll be there. Come check it out. There's also There's a lot of stuff going on tomorrow on Saturday. I truly hope that I see some amazing folks at the DC Brow um, at DC Brow for the monthly Women's Brew Culture Club event. Paulette will guide us through beer, the brewery history, and just you know be the cool human that they are. Uh, two to four, and since Hyattsville is actually not too far away from DC Brow, I think it's it would be wise to head over to the Hyattsville Arts and Ales Festival. There's going to be a couple local breweries. That can be a huge event. Um, the Streetcar 82 will be there. Denizens. I think Brewer's Art actually is pouring kind of randomly, but exciting. That's, I love Brewer's Shout Art. Out. Shout out to Volker who lives just hey, up the room. Hey, Volker. Love you. Yeah. Um, and also tomorrow, Saturday, um, NRG's Hi-Fi, they are having, from 12 to 6 p.m., they're having a Bavarian beer garden with 10 traditional German beers, Bavarian's inspired food and music so that this sounds kind of fun um uh, there might be Bavarian style tacos and I'm not entirely sure uh, what that is but I kind of want to find out kind of fun but put sauerkraut on everything for me I'm I'm cool I love it (laughs) uh Jake I know there's some other stuff what else is going on all right so other stuff if you were say to hit brow and then Hyattsville 
if you had yourself a designated driver or um, you want to splurge on like an Uber or Lyft ride share, um, you could head up to um, Howard County, Columbia because it's Sapwood's anniversary. Um, that'd be a good one to hit on the 23rd as well. I want to jump ahead, however, to the weekend after that because we've got a couple pretty cool events. Atlas Ivy City um, is hosting the their 10th anniversary party. You mentioned pumpkin beer, which I just, you know, um, gourd riddance, sometimes divisive because of the spices. Atlas has um, brewed by my friend and softball teammate, um, Javi. Um, shouts to you, Javier Rosa II. Gold Chata. It is a, hor- a horchata-inspired golden ale. Um, mm. So he named it. Um, he's brewed a wee heavy before. Um, that should certainly be a good time. I think it's 20 bucks. It gets you admission. Money goes to a good cause. It gets you beer once you're in there. Then even more beer is like five bucks. It's going to be a ton of stuff. It'll be a good time. Brandy. I, I hope that the brown ale is still on tap next weekend. I just saw Atlas drop on the social media a brown ale. And for DC Beer listeners, you know that that's, that's my faves. So I cannot wait to have it. Uh, Jake, you got it. We got to go. No, yeah. Brown Ale the second is um, a collaboration between Right Proper and the Black Room Movement. And that is also happening on the 30th. Um, That is um, Right Proper's very popular block party over at Right Proper Shaw. Black Room Movement will be there. Um, Tons of art, tons of music, tons of beers, as well as that collab Brown Ale. It's delicious. All right. This was a lot of information throughout you. You should come check us out at dcbeer.com, dcbeer.com slash events. We are at dcbeer on the socials. There's a new booster shot out there, and you should get it. Brandy, take us out. I will go get the booster shot and the pneumonia shot and all the shots because I have autoimmune issues. Um, Definitely check out uh, the Block Party. It supports all of our Black-owned breweries. Uh, And if you want to further support uh, Black-owned breweries, please go visit Urban Garden Brewing's crowdfunding page. Um, They are trying to get their brick and mortar. Even if you give $5, the price of a pint of beer, less than the price of a pint of beer, everything helps. Let's help Imani and Lindsay continue to make history in D.C. Check out their social media for more information and uh, support women and people of color in the beer industry every day. DC Beer Fam, I can't wait to see you all around. Enjoy this beautiful weather and make sure you cheers your friends, your loved ones, and your beer makers. 